This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. As we work our way towards what's going to be a big weekend and, of course, in the harness racing world, that's no exception this weekend. Jamie Cockshot joins us. Jamie, welcome back. Yeah, good afternoon, lads. Mate, just, just quickly, before we uh, get into it, and Chris Howlett's going to join us very shortly, I do need to ask, uh, how were your tips last weekend? Because humility is something uh, we don't have on this show, so if you tipped a couple, brag about it, please. No, we did okay, mate, but yeah, one of, one of them let us, one of us let us down. The first two won it, I think, at about two sixty seven dollars yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, one later in the night let us down, mate. Yeah. So, two out of three okay. ain't bad. Okay. Hang on, Jamie. Two out of three ain't bad. Now, the, the reason I bring it up <clears throat> is I, I backed the $7 winner, okay, on the back of your advice. And I was a $7 winner is something that, now, outside of Meatloaf, who, of course, ruined his reputation in this country back about 10 years ago, two out of three isn't bad. But when one's a $7 winner... Next thing you know, mate, that, that that's like tipping four or five winners. So, yep. mate, don't try and shy away from it. You were brilliant last week, and that only sets the standard of which we expect you to uphold each and every week from now on. <laughs> no, that's no worries, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big weekend ahead of us too. Plenty of winners to be had, mate. What are you most looking forward to? Yeah, no, there's some good races at home, mate. We've got the finals of the two sweepstakes series, which for the two-year-old, so it's for the Colts and Geldings, the first run, the second one's for the Phillies and me, oh, Phillies, not me yet. Um, yeah, they're the two highlights at Hobart, but it's a, it's a good little meeting, to be honest. Um, Colour of the better bets on the night. The first one comes up in race three, number two. If it's to be, it's up to me. Um, drawn perfectly. He's just going gangbusters for Paul Ashwood since he's come across from Victoria. Hopefully we'll get like $2, $2.20, and he's a really good gambler at those odds. Um, race four comes up, number three, Mickey O. We're going to be talking to Chris shortly, but... He's a really nice type, Mickey O. He's only had two starts, and he's been very good in both of them. And I think he'll be taking out the Colton Geldings final of the sweepstakes series. Then we head across to the Phillies race, mate. I think uh, May's place, you know, she's just a real professional little filly. Um, there is a horse in her that can make a race of a river called Miss Pappenhausen. Mm-hmm. Might be able to make up for last week when it got beat, yes. but But um, May's place, I think, will get the job done again. And the other good thing of the night, I think, comes up in race seven, number 12. You know, we might get $4 this one. Sports Candy. Um, had no luck at Launceston. Just kept running up the rear end of other horses in a junior driver's race. And with a senior driver back on, Connor Crook, who trains it, I think he'll be very aggressive at some stage. And, you know, I think she'll be winning as well. And we've got a value play, mate. It's not a value. it be $4, but I think it'll be winning. Race five, number 11, Montana lad, it's that man again. Connor Cook jumps on board, and the last time we drove him, he did win by 23 metres at Launceston two starts ago. So I think he's a good gamble as well, boys. Yeah, Jamie, what what time uh, and what day do the prices come out? Because just going through at the moment, uh, looking at um, Hobart Sunday, no prices up yet. Do you do you wait by the uh, 
Do you wait by the computer yeah, once they come yeah, out and you yeah. just snap them up? Yeah, well, it's pretty hard, mate. You know, it's hard to get on in Hobart. You know, if you, you're one of them guys lucky enough to have a bet 365 account, they'll come up Saturday night around 7 p.m. Yeah. But otherwise, you've got to wait till the Sunday morning around about 9 o'clock for Tab Corp to go up first, then you, you'll get sports bet and all the other corporates follow suit. Okay. So it's not easy to get on, but if you've got a mate who's got a bet 365 account, you usually get slightly better odds than what you do on the Sunday morning, mate. Hey, Jamie, you, you speak Miss Pappenhausen. And, of course, a lot of Melbourne Storm fans around the country took the Melbourne Storm Miss Pappenhausen double last week, and I, unfortunately, was one of them. So Melbourne Storm didn't let us down, but old Miss Pappenhausen did. So looking forward to her uh, being able to help us out and uh, revenging her uh, second last week. Yeah, no, she's a nice filly. She is, and she's going to be better as time goes on. And the only difference in the race, I think May's place just... He's a real little professional two-year-old where Miss Pappenhausen's open to a lot of improvement going forward. And oh, yeah. It won't shock me if Miss Pappenhausen turns the tables at all. All right. There's there's only one way to put pressure on you, uh, Jamie, as a punter, is to be able to get the trainer of a, of a horse you've tipped. And this is what we've been able to do. Chris Howlett joins us now. Mickey O has been tipped by Jamie only moments ago. Chris, as we welcome you in, he's confident. Are you confident that he'll run well on Saturday on Sunday? Oh, I think you'll go okay. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Only okay. That's what, no, no, no he's, he's playing it down, but I like it. I like it. Hello, Chris. And welcome to the show, mate, first off. How you doing? Good. Yep. It's an exciting time. Yep. yep. Yeah, no, it's good with the young horses. Yeah, they are exciting, yep. Well, when it comes to this time of the year, and you, you've got a couple, you've been in the game for a little while, both as a, uh, as, a, as, a as a driver and as, as a trainer, when you come to this time of year and you've got some... Young ones coming in. You have a look at, at races like this. It must add a bit of a spring to your step. Yeah, it is nice with the, the young ones. I mean, I've been training for 46 years, so I've seen a few over those years. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, and it's nice for the uh, <clears throat> when the family's involved in them. Uh, they, when you educate them, buy them, educate them or breed them, um, it works out well when, when they start to go okay. Chris, 40-plus yeah. 40, 40 years of, of doing it. What, what's the one thing that gets you up in the morning that you just absolutely love about it? Oh, it's in your blood. <laughs> you don't feel like it all the time, but, um, yeah, you just don't know what's you know what's going to eventuate out of it, and it's a family concern with us, so we, we treat it that way. We don't um, we don't get tied to it, and we can, um, yeah, we just get the enjoyment out of, you know, seeing the fruits of your work, I suppose. Trying to find that, that next star that uh, is around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, just the general, you know, the social part of it too. And um, just, yeah, I mean, sports, there's nothing better than sporting for, for outside interest. You mentioned uh, the family being involved and, and sons and daughters and all in different aspects of, of what you do. What are those conversations like? Because families can sometimes argue on the, the minuscule of things, but it's probably intensified when you're involved in something like this on a day-to-day basis. What are those discussions like? Is there is there someone who traditionally gets their own way when it comes to decisions to be made? Oh, yeah, well, it's, not, it's not difficult, but one of the leading questions for a lot of years was who... Who drives what when the three were driving? Fair enough. But, uh, it was the one that uh, that was easy work out. The one that done the work did the driving. Yep. So that stops all all that. But uh, yeah, no, we keep it pretty pretty well. Yeah, we don't have a lot to say about it. But everyone has their input, and and I suppose more people, you know, having their you know having their ideas is is all the better because there's no set way with anything. So it's just a matter of I mean, all I am is there is sort of 
to be there all the time. And, and the other, the only way to learn is, is through experience, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's right. The way I operate is everyone give me their opinion and advice and then I make the final call on it. Is that the same way you roll, Chris? Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, you can't, make it right. you can't make it right all the time, but um, they've, all, they've all got their different ways. Matthew's fairly quiet. Braden, he'll sort of, you know, he'll have his, he'll have his two bobs work. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's... It, um, it works out. It works out. It works out. It's fine. It's not. We uh, we have to go to Plan B. And, and the yeah. thing is, and I was just going to say, the thing is too, Chris, in that situation, anything shared with family, of course, is at a, at a higher level of, of success. And, and when it comes to the excitement around it, so there is no doubt that and when it does go right, which it does a lot for, for for yourself and the family, it must mean that little bit of extra specialty on top of it. Yeah, well, it is, and that that's it. I mean, you can train horses, and training for owners is fine, but. It, it is it is nice when you've um, when you've either bred them or you've seen all the you know all the trials and tribulations as they come through to um, when they succeed. Uh, Chris, uh, we love jumping online and having a chat with you. It's a, a big big weekend, and we're looking forward to Mickey O in particular running well on Sunday. Thanks, mate, and good luck. Yeah, thanks very much. Chris, Chris, Chris Howlett, he uh, joins us on Taz Racing Talk. Before we let you go, Jamie, any last words or any uh, bit of advice for the punters around Tazzy? Nah, just more or less what I said, but, you know, just like to reiterate, Chris, you know, his operation's a family affair, you know, maybe about 20 k's, probably 20 or 30 k's from Hobart, and, yeah, it's a family affair with Matthew and Braden. You know, Braden's pretty well known on social media in Tasmania, you know, harness racing, and like you said, Matty, he's a very quiet fellow. I tried to get him onto the show, but he's a bit quiet and he's a bit humble, and... <laughs> But hopefully we get him on a few weeks when Mickey O lights up on Sunday night and takes out the feature race. Quiet and humble, two things that this show doesn't traditionally associate with, but he is a superstar. Jamie, so are you, mate. Thank you. Good luck for the weekend. We'll talk next week. Take care, boys. Thank you. We are done. Taz Racing Talk. Brownie, let's do it again next week. Can't wait.